Welcome to Worship and the Word. Uh, today we're talking about dwelling in a high and holy place. Uh, we're looking at the prophet Isaiah chapter 57, verse 7 and 8. <clears throat> Upon a lofty and high mountain hast thou set thy bed. Even thither wentest thou up to offer sacrifice. Behind the doors also, and the post hast thou set up thy remembrance, for thou hast discovered thyself to another than me, and art gone up, thou hast enlarged thy bed, and made thee a covenant with them. Thou lovest their bed where thou sawest it. Okay, it's this. These verses are a little bit difficult to understand, but what the Lord is saying here is that uh, people naturally want to make a name for themselves. They want to uh, uh, be high and, and lift it up. And uh, this is the problem that uh, Lucifer, the devil, had in the beginning. And uh, it's, it's a worldly attitude. It's a worldly opinion. And uh, so uh, back in antiquity with the children of Israel, when they were backslidden, when they weren't serving God, when they were into uh, loving the creation and not the creator. And this is one of the things uh, involved here. But they would go up to high mountains uh, uh, and into groves. They love nature, and uh, we love nature, but uh, we love God the most, and we love his creation. Uh, but he's saying that um, the people without God have have made a covenant, a worldly covenant, and separated themselves from him. So perhaps uh, we could say that uh, this is what we have done. This is what I did in the past. Uh, um, I was into the worldly things and was successful. But uh, we want to see what God has to say further here. We're going over to Verse 15. For thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabiteth eternity. Okay. The high and lofty one, this is God himself. And he's he inhabits eternity. Okay. Whose name is holy. His name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit to receive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Okay. So, in a sense here, God is saying that there's 
two uh, two types of people or people that have both of these ingredients, uh, the contrite and the humble. And usually the humble ones are contrite. Uh, humble means uh, respectful, modest, obedient, uh, someone who uh, bows the knee to God and uh, contrite means someone who's sincere, uh, uh, remorseful. They have a desire for atonement. What atonement means forgiveness and healing. Um, and perhaps this is something that you would like to have today. You uh, Maybe you're of a contrite spirit. And you're sorry for what you did. You're sorry for things that you said. Uh, or you're sorry for a lifestyle uh, that was not pleasing to God. But God is, is ready, willing, and able to take you in if you're of a contrite spirit and you desire to walk in humility. Because those are the two uh, types uh, that are going to be resident with him in his high and holy place. There's not going to be any room for those that are so proud and arrogant. They're not going to be there. Okay, go ahead. For I will not contend forever, neither will I be always wroth, for the Spirit should fail before me and the souls which I have made. Okay. Uh, he's not going to contend uh, with us forever. Uh, he wants to operate in mercy and grace. He, he, he's saying, I created your soul, and sometimes I had to allow you go th to go through some things in life to try to get you to turn to me. Uh, we sometimes ask, well, why did that happen to me? Well, uh, maybe uh, it was God trying to get your attention. And he says, I'm not going to operate in a, in, a, in a way that's uh, harmful. Uh, I, I want to operate with my grace and mercy upon those souls that, that I've created. Go ahead. For the iniquity of his covetousness was I wroth and smote him. I had me, I hid me and was wroth, and he went on forwardly in the way of his heart. Okay. So he's saying that because of the iniquity um, that was in his soul, uh, I had to punish him. Uh, the Bible says uh, God chastens those that he loves. He loves every soul that he has created, and he, and he chastens us just like a loving father would. If you had a father, the Bible says that a father that won't chasten his children is he hates his children because they need that correction. They have to go out into a world 
And if if you don't if if you're a father and you have children and you're afraid to correct them, then they're going to go out in the world and they're going to get corrected by the world, uh, and they may have to go to jail or prison. Uh, but he loves us, and so he's corrected us. And let's see what else here. I have seen his ways and will heal him. I have seen uh, your, he has seen your ways and I, and he will heal you. Okay. I will lead him also and restore comforts unto him and to his mourners. Okay. He said, he'll not only heal you, he will lead you and he will restore comfort unto you and to the ones that you've been causing to mourn over the way you've been living. Uh, but, uh, the one poet said, there's no man is an island. So if, we're out of, if our behavior is out of control, there are people that around us are mourning they're sad about the way we're acting. They're sad about what we're doing. If we're if we're doing drugs, we're doing we're uh, getting drunk all the time. Uh, we're we're acting in bad ways. Then it's causing uh, mama and daddy. It's causing our children to mourn. Uh, and uh, so he says that I will restore comfort not only to you but when he's healing you he's healing your whole family and that's a beautiful thing go ahead i create the fruit of the lips peace peace to him that is far off and to okay. him peace the word peace means shalom it means uh it's a blessing he says i create beautiful fruit for your lips and uh, and if we're not living right, our lips are not uh, producing good fruit. They're probably cussing, swearing, and talking bad things. But if we're in tune with God, he gives us beautiful fruit for our lips. And uh, the, out of it comes peace, shalom. Shalom means happiness, health, contentment, prosperity, uh, integrity, all of the things that we want to have in our life and the life of our children, he will give it. Go ahead. And to him that is near, saith the Lord, I will heal him. Okay. He doubles down on, on, on the healing, and as he heals, then uh, we see a healing uh, that extends beyond your particular life into the life of all of those that you have contact with. So uh, if you're thinking about making a move toward God, think about what you can do to mitigate the mourning and the sadness of those people that live with you and, are, and work with you. Uh, and once you turn to God, out of your mouth is going to come blessings and comfort, and you're going to be a comfort to all of those around you. God bless you. Thank you for being with us today. If my people which are called by my holy name will humble themselves, 
If they pray, if they pray, if they pray.